Hey DXer, so today I am going to wrap up the ERP data preparation to jumpstart your ERP implementation. Welcome to the Digital Transformation Academy. My name is Dennis Hilario and I'm here to help you in your digital transformation journey. Let the show begin. So welcome to the podcast. My name is Dennis Hilario and I, I give uh, the best thoughts and tips about digital transformation, innovation, productivity, and uh, in this particular topic or series will be the ERP or business process automation. So today is um, Thursday, uh, April 15, and I'd like to apologize to you guys because I've been busy with consecutive uh, uh, meetings with our current uh, business, which is my bread and butter, uh, HCore, um, uh, which is a good problem. Uh, we've been uh, uh, doing some uh, implementation for several projects now. Some are a group of companies, so I've been really uh, tied up with the schedules. Um, again, I'd like to apologize to you guys for not being consistent. And uh, I, I still try my best to to do it, at least write a blog uh, or post something. In. On top of that, I've also been uh, distracted with my recent, um, uh, I would like to say, uh, a real spark of my passion in music. Um, I think this is the first time that I'm going to share this to you, that I've been uh, uh, passionate uh, with music particularly playing instruments like guitar, uh, piano, and whatnot. And uh, since the pandemic has started or the lockdown has started, I've been uh, posting or recording uh, cover songs. Um, I have I have iterated a short history of this in my music channel that I recently um, like uh, reopened. I've been updating for quite a while uh, now, almost every week. I've been posting uh, new covers, uh, collaborating with uh, my daughter, my significant other, and some uh, uh, talented uh, people in my circle of influence. I've been distracted because I'd like to, um, in, 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 in everything that I do, I always uh, make sure that uh, I have a purpose and I've been contemplating that purpose and uh, fortunately I was able to define uh, which I shared in my other channel, my music channel that I will also link up uh, in the description box below. Um, but again, uh, I'm trying to my, I'm trying my best to uh, catch up with you guys and uh, I think in my last episode, I talked about how to prepare the ERP data master list uh, to, you know, to start the um, implementation of your ERP. And uh, for this episode, I'm going to talk about some topics, uh, particularly um, I am sharing some free forms and reports layout that you, you can use or you can discuss with your ERP vendor. Uh, you can share it to, to them uh, and see if they can customize it or if what they have is something uh, similar already with uh, these templates, then that's well and good. On top of that, I'm going to be discussing how to set up or prepare controls, roles, and uh, 
how to set up approval processes and not really set up but the pre pre preparation of this data uh, so that uh, actually I'm going to discuss this in my next series on how to set them up uh, with some sample screens uh, that I will share with you uh, eventually. Um, and then the last part would be the preparation of the beginning balances that you can use during your uh, user acceptance test and when you do the go live. Okay, so let's jump uh, right to the uh, free forms and reports layout. I'm gonna link up uh, the templates here. Probably a quick story. I remember the day when I prepared my first billing statement to our client sometime when I was uh, like uh, new in the business. So it was very embarrassing because uh, it took me or it took us five revisions before the client accepted the format that, uh, of the billing statement uh, uh, with our project. And uh, that's the first time I learned uh, the things that are needed uh, for you uh, to bill a client, particularly the billing number or invoice number, uh, a descriptive caption of what are you uh, billing, uh, and uh, the breakdown of the fees, uh, the VAT and uh, some customer details with the tax identification number of your customer and your company uh, which is put uh, in the header of the billing and of course the billing signatory so that's where I learned the importance of these forms these accountability forms and again uh, I will link up uh, these uh, templates that we have the forms and sample reports that you can also share with your uh, organization and or your ERP vendors so that you can agree on how to implement or customize these uh, standard templates. Okay, so that is it for the free forms. I think uh, all you have to do is just download uh, from the link, download these templates uh, it is in PDF format. Some of them, I think, in the reports are in spreadsheet or Excel format. Okay, you can use it. Feel free to use it or share it with your friends or your uh, affiliates and whatnot. The, okay, so the next topic uh, I would like to discuss is how to prepare uh, controls for your ERP system. So, uh, in a typical ERP system, there's always a feature where you can define user roles or responsibilities that defines the access rights of a particular user. So, these roles are uh, defined in terms of what particular functions, features, or windows that a particular role can access. So, these are access rights. And then these roles will now or should be now assigned to a particular person and an employee who has like, uh, depending on the actual responsibility of the employee. So for instance, if you are an AP clerk, uh, so the role that is assigned to you um, will always be related to accounts payable like AP voucher, AP debit memo and uh, AP related reports like AP register or accounts payable aging report. So th these things vary actually depending on the organizational 
structure of your entity. I think uh, the role setup is pretty much uh, easy to understand. All you have to do is um, identify the different functions uh, of your employee based on your organizational chart and you just define it uh, in preparation for your ERP implementation so that when you set up your ERP all you have to, to do is refer to that uh, uh, matrix of roles and functions for your company so the next control feature of a typical ERP system is the approval workflow so especially now that uh, ERP systems are web-based so you can easily submit transactions and approve it uh, online via browser regardless or if the approver is within the, uh, the office premises or uh, outside the office. refers to the preparation, review, uh, approval of, and posting of each transaction. So for example, if you prepare a purchase order, you have to identify who are the uh, specific role or employee that has rights to submit uh, the prepared purchase order for approval of a particular uh, supervisor, manager, or the owner. Okay, so there are also features uh, like in our own ERP system where in a particular document like purchase order, uh, you can define amount limits. So, for example, uh, for 0 uh, to 99,999.99 peso uh, purchase order, then you can set uh, specific users who has rights uh, or who have rights to prepare and submit uh, those types of, those level of uh, transaction or purchase order. <clears throat> and then, of course, uh, you set an approver for that particular amount limit. And then for another level, like 100,000 peso and above, then you also set uh, who are specific users who are uh, will be allowed to prepare uh, that level of transaction. And then again, you also set the approver of uh, the, that particular amount limit for that particular uh, transaction type, which is... Uh, purchase order so basically um, how the system behaves normally is that um, if say a user one prepares a PO with the amount of 90,000 peso then it goes to the approver of that 0 to 99,000 range and then if the user now prepares a PO of say 120,000 peso then there will be another hierarchy of approvers who will be the one to approve that particular type of transaction okay so but take note that the um, these uh, particular features in ERP systems um, is not available to all ERP products or ERP software so you have to take note of um, your requirement in terms of uh, business workflow and then from there, you'll be able to map it to the uh, ERP vendors who are willing to provide service to your organization. So same with role definition, this, this varies 
depending on the control level you'd like to implement in your organization. So this is an important aspect in ERP or ERP implementation that promotes control procedures to avoid posting errors and stimulate uh, organizational accountability. You can also use um, KPIs later on uh, of this particular or each role in the company or each uh, function uh, uh, so that you can measure them and provide incentives uh, in the future. So the last topic uh, in the ERP data preparation to wrap this up is the setup of the beginning balance. Um, so the first step in setting up your beginning balances is to choose the cut-off period. So some companies use the latest uh, audited financial statements as their beginning balance for the current period. Or some others, they use the in last or latest interim uh, financial statements as their beginning balances. So there are pros and cons if you use the last latest audited financial statement uh, and or, or if you use the like, latest interim financial statement. So one advantage in, in using your latest audited financial statements is that you'll be able to build your data uh, from the first period of the year, which is basically normally January in a calendar year, uh, and then catch up, up to the current period that you have. But if you're in the middle of the year, say July, so the disadvantage of doing that is that you have to uh, encode transactions from January 1 to present to catch up from your beginning balances. So some, some companies, they just implement the latest interim financial statement so that they will not catch up bulk of data uh, to catch up with the current period. So to me personally, I always recommend to use the latest interim financial statements because um, so that you can easily realize or uh, get your return on your investments the soonest possible time uh, because once you set up the beginning balance based on your latest interim for example uh, the month of April so your latest interim financial statements should be March ending of March so the transactions that you'll just re-encode is from April 1 up to the current day so it will not be voluminous in terms of catching up of transactions okay so but pretty much uh, the items that you need to prepare, of course, is first is your general ledger uh, balances, which refers to your chart of accounts uh, balances for a particular or the chosen period. So normally, this is your working trial balance as of the selected cut of period. And then the subsidiary ledgers. Uh, for your receivables, these are your open uh, sales invoices so on the per sales invoice that are not yet paid that will serve as your subsidiary ledger for your AR and then for your AP would be your open vouchers payable or accounts payable voucher um, and then for your bank or cash management uh, your balances or book balances per bank account 
for your inventory would be the, your inventory count plus its value. And then your fixed asset now would be your uh, uh, property listing or fixed asset listing together with its uh, book value uh, running depreciation uh, balance, uh, some information like serial numbers, property tags or custodian if applicable. Uh, and again, some people or some companies don't have a balance sheet. So that's deep, that will be a big problem in ERP implementation because if you you not uh, if you don't uh, build or set up your balance sheet, the, the items that I mentioned um, that will you know defeat the purpose of implementing an ERP system because um, the balance sheet validates all the balances uh, that you'd like to see in your reports. Okay, so, well, lastly, or last thought here is that, um, of course, if you are under user acceptance testing stage or UAT, so if you have challenges in preparing these beginning balances, then you can come up with an interim balances just for the purpose of testing your ERP. Uh, but uh, please take note of your target go live so that uh, you'll, you'll be able to know uh, when to really uh, come up with the accurate balances or at least close to accurate balances by the time you go live because if you put garbage there then the garbage will be the output as well garbage in garbage out as they always say in this uh, ERP solutions uh, development and implementation okay so that will be the last topic about ERP data preparation series. So in my next series, I'll talk about organizational setup uh, and the setup and some sample processes and transaction entries uh, for each module from accounting, inventory, procurement, and whatnot. So I think that is it for now for this episode. And again, I hope I can uh, be consistent again in posting uh, you know valuable content such as this so that I can help small businesses in their digital transformation or business process automation I actually have so many plans uh, or planned content uh, like I said uh, this is my commitment for the rest of my life uh, to help these small businesses in this uh, endeavor in digitalization uh, because this has been my uh, expertise for the past 20 years and I'd love, I'd love to share my, my experience and knowledge uh, in this particular niche so if you like this episode I appreciate if you smash the like button so that um, some other people can also uh, find this valuable information to help them out in their business process automation and um, I will also appreciate if you subscribe to this or uh, to this channel in whatever platform you are consuming this so that you'll get up to date of my future post um, such as this. So it, my, my planned post is like an epic video about my workshops uh, like accounting starter digital course and then my one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, in BPA or business process automation if you'd like to 
fast track your knowledge and then soon uh, hopefully next month I'll be able naman to uh, uh, discuss human resource management particularly timekeeping payroll management and relate anything related to uh, team satisfaction and team management okay so that is it for now thank you so much for listening or watching this episode and uh, the pandemic has not subsided yet i hope you guys are uh, well and uh, you have to or all of us have to stay safe stay in their homes so that this will eventually end uh, that is it for now thank you so much for watching this or listening dx your life and business have a great day